This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Morning, Alma. Hope you're well. Hello. No, very well, and you? Yeah, I can't complain. Thank you so much. I was shocked when I read the story that's sitting at the, as a headline story on your website, thegreentimes.co.za. And to think that we've got farming laws that haven't been updated in like 75 years. 75 it is now, yes. 1947. <laughs> Legislated by the King of England still. What? How weird is that? <laughs> yeah, so ancient, Act 36. So this law was written before um, our new constitution, obviously. And there's not a word about health mm. um, of people or environmental protection in this law at all. So our constitutional court is now saying it is an unconstitutional law. So you can imagine the work is now to, to start looking at that law and to to have it redone. Mm. Because that means basically that anybody who comes in and wants to bring in poisons, and we spoke last year about the background of this story because I then got involved in making this form. That's why we're discussing it again today. Mm-hmm. Um, that we bring in something like 30, uh, 73 um Poisonous substances that are banned in the EU are still being exported to South Africa. So we are the world dumping site for poisons. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> because we have this, this non-existent law, really. It's not really a law. It actually just gives permission to people to register willy-nilly their products and th- that there has to be a regist- registrar office, which there is, mm-hmm. but they don't have any guidelines about how to do it and what are the, uh, how to assess the um, extra poisons coming in and so on, or what to do with other ones that have been accepted in the past that have now been proven toxic overseas. So there's a lot of work for us to do in this line. Well, Alma, I first discovered this uh, before I even heard it from you, um, and um, I didn't know much about it at all. I went to a pharmacist here locally, and I just said, look, I was really struggling with hay fever a good number of years ago. I said, I'm really struggling. It's unusual the way that I feel. Um, and the pharmacist said, yes, it's a spraying season now here for the vineyards in our area. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the comments that he made was, he said, we are still using chemicals, as you've just said, that are, that are banned in other parts of the world that are still being used locally. And that's causing people to have certain reactions. There's even a farm school where parents have had to take their kids out because the spraying is making their kids so sick. Um, and then I thought to myself, but we're eating the grapes and drinking the grape juice or the wine mm-hmm. from those vines where they're using those things that are outlawed. What's happening to us? What are we doing to ourselves? Oh, but eating we just don't know produce, about it. Eating the bread. 80% of our bread is contaminated with glyphosate. Mm. So, I mean, hello, this is a staple food, including also maize and, and soya. So, baby milk, baby soya milk. <clears throat> so, people are un- unknowingly, obviously unintentionally also sure. feeding themselves um, a substance that has been proven to be carcinogenic, um, and our our cancer society has um, put out an, an, a piece of research, twenty-four page finding, the where they say it's definitely proven carcinogenic. Mm. So yeah, we've got it everywhere, and so we need to start looking at what we're going to do about it because we need protection. Now you can imagine, and all the years I've jumped up and down about this for 30 years already, about the farm workers who work with these things, even the farmers' families and so on, and we've featured in this film a a farmer who was prepared to speak um, without having his identity revealed 
uh, about how sick he got from spraying poison for something like 17 years all the, every day. And I want to say to you, so why did you do that in the first place? But your farmers do trust the, the what in Afrikaans we call them, the Gifsmos. Mm. They've got a lot of power, and these people need to be regulated and controlled. So the problem is, I mean, one of the biggest, the most the most notorious of them all is this glyphosate, which we found in Roundup, which is the world's most popular herbicide. Yeah. So it's not just um, at a particular school. There's, there are many schools where they spray the glyphosate on the lawns mm-hmm. because they're trying to protect the lawns from, from weeds. Uh, actually, you know, the lawn is probably a weed itself in any case. And then children go and sit on it. I've got um, friends whose kids got, got ill at school after going to sit on the lawn, sprayed with, with Roundup. Um, and then there's, yeah, lots of people in, um, in special um, estates on these wine, wine farms that yeah. get sick that have been calling me over the years we've been involved in this because I grew up in the wine land. Yes. So we have known about this for a long time. And I just, I'm just excited that the form at God Blanche showed this and that, um, you know, we now know that um, in the U.S. they have, what, 69,000 cancer cases against Bayer, who makes Roundup, mm-hmm. um, got settled by being paid out 200 billion rand was paid out to people who are claiming that the cancer was caused by biome. So it's basically an, an omission of guilt. Mm. Where do we see this film? You've mentioned this film now a few times. I'm very curious. Tell us more about the film. It was a, it was a carte blanche um, film that they had made, and it's, it's in the story. It's embedded in the story. You just click on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there you see the graphic illustration of you know the, the tractor spraying and then the spray drift drifting into towns, that was probably Rebecca uh, Steel, because there it happened a lot. People live right next to the vineyards. Yeah. So often people pay good money to live right next to vineyards, but they don't understand how much poison is being sprayed there. And then the question is, of course, yes, how much of that is in the wine and, and in the other products? Um, so a lot of people are looking into this now, and a lot will have to change. Clearly, the, um, I can see the two thumbnails um, um, on that page. It's uh, titled South Africa's Antique Farming Laws in Dire Need of Updating. So the, the, one of the first things that pops into my mind, Elmer, is this is going to cost the farmer more uh, because he's going to have to buy a different kind and safer uh, herbicide because um, not all farms, unlike some in Stellenbosch, I know are experimenting. I had a conversation with someone last week. Uh, on the on the wine farm itself, uh, trying to grow without using any f- chemical fertilizers. Um, so there are challenges then, of course, everything that comes from that stretch of the vineyard is exceptionally expensive. But for them to move away from these illegal herbicides to something that's safer is going to cost more, and then the consumer is going to have to carry that cost. So particularly if it comes from the staple foods, um, it looks like it's going to be safer for us and but more difficult on the pocket. Well, the thing is, it's, it's also the economy of scale. You know, I've been using organic produce my entire life, and the more people actually buy it, the, the more the price is going to come down mm. as well. And as the knowledge spreads, it's not necessarily more expensive. You prevent things. Instead of spraying your bunkies between the, the vineyards with, with Roundup, you plant produce there, yes. which then gets plowed into the soil and actually feeds the soil. It, it encourages wildlife, it encourages ladybirds, all these things we need, the bees. All of it gets damaged. I mean, they've shown that um, in the U.S., they've shown that 
um, Roundup kills 39% of protected plant and animal species on the endangered list. Wow. So, I mean, that is how serious it is. Mm. And the world is turning into, I mean, the whole worldwide, I would say, that agriculture is busy turning into sustainable agriculture. There's so many different words for it. You started off being called organic farming, but every year they coin another word for it. Mm. There is a big change happening because it's obviously totally necessary and it is something that people will have to get into in time. And in South Africa, there are so many organic farms really that that we can't count them anymore. Many years ago, I did a tour of Mm -hmm. a country's 20 organic wine farms. That was more than 20 years ago now. So now there's so many you can't even, I can't even know them all. And they are producing the leading wines, winning prizes in the world because you can understand that poison doesn't taste nice either. Mm -hmm. It will affect the taste. So organic wines are winning across the board in competition with normal wines. And so people are being more and more inspired and and farmers are teaching their neighbors. Neighbors are beginning to ask, well, why are you doing so well? Oh, okay, I see you don't spray. And, of course, it's difficult for neighbors if the neighbors spray because the spray just does also come across. So there has to be a buffer zone. Um, But I think it's part of the, the proper real green revolution that the world is waking up and we are understanding more and more why it's absolutely necessary that there isn't really a choice mm. because we, you and I, don't want to feed our children bread that, that can, get, can cause cancer over time because it's low-level exposure over a long period of time. That is what leads to cancer. So we can't continue. You and I, nobody in their right mind will want to give my child this. I'm going to start looking for another alternative so the supply... Um, will increase and as the demand increases and then the price will drop as well. You'll find this story and everybody should be reading it because we all eat and we're all eating something produced uh, on a farm somewhere in this country or... uh um, so we have to read it and share it and be informed. And click on that video. It's such an easy way to share things as well. Exactly right. I can't wait to go and watch those. Thanks so much, Elna. Have, have a beautiful super day. green day. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.